It's Tuesday, May 2nd, 2017. I'm here to make a statement about the stupidity of denying climate change. The People's Climate March draws hundreds of thousands in the sweltering heat. Trump's EPA deletes climate change from its website. Last-minute government funding deal ignores Trump's proposed environmental cuts. Largest electric utility in Iowa to go 100% renewable. Plus... This executive order starts the process of opening offshore areas to job-creating energy exploration. Trump rolls back oil spill safety regulations implemented after the BP Gulf oil disaster. All of those disasters and more straight ahead from bradblog.com. I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyen. Stand by for six minutes of independent green news, politics, analysis, and snarky comment. We talk about Assad gassing people. We're gassing them, too. We're just doing it slower with CO2. Ouch. This is your Green News Report. Okay, Desi Doyen, it seems only appropriate that we would have record-breaking heat at the end of April on the day that the people are marching for climate. (laughs) Yes, yes, it does. It was a massive People's Climate March that flooded the streets of Washington, D.C. on a sweltering Saturday. Official estimates put it at about 200,000 people, larger than the March for Science and a certain president's inauguration. In (laughs) D.C. and nearly 400 sister marches around the country, the Climate March united a broad spectrum of environmental groups, Native American, labor, and racial justice organizations demanding action on on climate change and blasting the Trump administration's aggressive anti-environment cutbacks on the 100th day of his presidency. If something isn't done, the stakes are enormous because they're talking about more pollution that's going to put more pollution in the air, like arsenic and mercury in in our water, and that affects the air our kids breathe and the water they drink. The organizers of the Climate March say the goal now is to rally the public to defend pollution protections and spur voters to vote for climate hawk candidates in the 2018 congressional elections. As you mentioned, the day of the march tied the record for the hottest April 29th in D.C. history. But worse, the night before the march, a significant temperature record was broken when overnight temperatures failed to cool down and drop below 70 degrees. Mm. That's the first time that's ever happened in any April in the District of Columbia. The day before the climate march, President Donald Trump signed an executive order to expand offshore drilling in Arctic and Atlantic regions previously protected by President Obama. But that order also rolled back safety regulations on offshore drilling that were put in place after the BP oil disaster in the Gulf. Because of course it did. Yep, that was the worst in the nation's history. The executive order or the BP oil spill? That's a good question. (laughs) Trump's order also explicitly removed Native American tribes in Alaska from their seat on the Bering Sea Advisory Council. Yeah, well, remember, he's a big fan of Andrew Jackson, who didn't like Native Americans either. Nope. The night before the march, the Trump administration's Environmental Protection Agency deleted nearly all references to climate change from its website, Mm. including info on the causes and impacts of climate change that have been in place since 1997. The site now says it's being updated to remove outdated information and will be rewritten to reflect the agency's new direction under President Trump, (laughs) and that removing the information was necessary to prevent confusion. Outdated information, eh? Yeah. 
The Interior Department also quietly stripped its pages of information on climate change and its impact on public lands. Hey, if it's not on the website, it didn't happen. Meanwhile, a deal reached in Congress late Sunday night to avoid a shutdown and fund the government through September does not contain drastic budget cuts proposed by the Trump administration. Does not contain? Nope. The EPA gets a 1% budget cut, but no staff cuts. If Trump signs the deal, budget increases are in store for the National Park Service, NOAA, and the Department of Energy's Renewable Energy and Energy Efficiency Programs. But I thought Donald Trump was insisting on a 30% cut to the EPA. Oh, he still is. That will just have to wait until later. So sad. Plus, some good news. The deal also extends permanent funding for retired coal miners' health care. In Ohio, the company that owns the controversial Dakota Access Pipeline, Energy Transfer Partners, reported spilling two million gallons of drilling fluids into two Ohio wetlands in the process of constructing a 700-mile pipeline. The Ohio EPA says the spilled drilling fluid isn't exactly toxic, but the sheer volume of two million gallons could affect water chemistry and potentially suffocate wildlife. Finally, some good news. The largest electric utility in Iowa is going 100% renewable. Mid-America Energy is investing $2 billion to build more than 1,000 new wind turbines with the goal of generating 100% of its electricity from clean sources within two years. The CEO says wind energy keeps electricity rates down because, quote, the beauty of wind is there's no fuel costs. Way to go, Iowa, for much more on all of these stories and the ones we couldn't get to. Check out our website at greennews.bradblog.com. Find us, follow us, and share us on the Facebooks and the Twitters at Green News Report. I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyne. And this has been your Green News Report. Iowa.